That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is listening to Chidi's podcast. This is a very, very special full episode. Uh, We are so lucky today that we have all the way from New York City. And we're so excited. This is a great friend of ours. Uh, She started comedy in Atlanta. She is now on the daily show on Comedy Central. She has a very great podcast. It's called That Black Ass Show. And we're super excited. She's super excited. She's got a new film coming out that she's on the movie poster of. Catherine, Ooh. we know somebody who's on a movie poster. <laughs> uh, it's coming out on uh, oh, November shit. November 13th, and it stars Alec Baldwin, Bella Coming Thorne, out in theaters. In theaters, uh, Malin Ackerman, and then, of course, Dulce Sloan is also in the film, and that's who we got with us today. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dulce Sloan Dulce. to the podcast. Hello, it's-a-me. It's I've been saying it's-a-me lately, and... Uh, <laughs> I hope it doesn't offend anybody because it makes me so happy. No, I love it. I love no, it. No, it fits you. No. It's a me. Um, it's a me. Yeah. It's, um, it's me, Marlon, Bella Thorne, um, Alec Mappa. I got to meet Kevin Nash and I couldn't function. Um, <laughs> ooh. Because I've been in love with Kevin Nash since I was 14. Like, he's so, like, he's like seven feet tall. Holy. When I got in the makeup trailer, our um, makeup artist, Vero, she... Like, I, like I'm five four, so girls like five five. Mm-hmm. He's so yeah. tall. He was sitting down in the makeup chair. The chair was all the way to the floor, and he was still taller than Vero, who was standing up, wow. doing his makeup. Mm. But he is the sweetest man. Um, me and uh, <laughs> after like our first day of filming, there was like a Longhorn Steakhouse next to our hotel. So we get back <laughs> and we're like, we're hungry. So after my first night, um. So it was the first time I'd ever worked with Alec Mappa. First time I worked with Kevin Nash. And I ended up at a fucking Longhorn Steakhouse eating volcano shrimp with fucking Alec Mappa and Kevin Nash. And he's telling us about how he got into wrestling and, you know, all the fucking Damn. injuries that he's had and his crazy Republican-ass neighbors stealing his Obama sign all the fucking time. Uh, that is just insane. The, everything that you just said is just so insane. I can't even imagine this reality that you're in. Dude, <laughs> right Zaddy, I'm looking at his Instagram right now. Zaddy. Yeah, because like we took some pictures. He's like, come take a picture with me. And I was like, I can't function. And Alex Papa goes, you have to fuck him. And I was like, he is married and I'm on my period. Stop it. He's got grandchildren. <laughs> Alec told you to fuck him? Alec Mappa was like, girl, you have to have sex with him. And I was just like, no, I don't. And he was like, girl. Yes, you do. And I was like, <laughs> I need you to call, I need everybody to calm down. I need everybody to calm down. Because he was just see you all riding off into the sunset on a motorcycle together. Girl, like really just living my best life. But like he was telling us about like um just his whole career and why everybody left the WWF and came to WCW because like Ted Turner was like actually paying people and it was making real money. Um, cause he's gotten to wrestling because he used to manage the cheetah. No, oh, here? my God. In Atlanta? Yeah, in Atlanta. He's, the, he's the man of the cheetah. The no, cheetah, if y'all shit. know, is one of the most famous 
strip clubs, clubs in Atlanta. Right. Okay. And what has a great sirloin as well. Yeah. Great yeah, right. sirloin there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that I've, it's always been interesting. I've heard that like a lot of times strip clubs have like great food and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. That's not that's that's not something I'm gonna a, try or I don't, uh, I, don't yeah. I don't also why? There's why? titties here. Why does the food need to why be why does good? it need to be food? Yeah. There's titty meat. Why we need cow meat, you know? Yeah. Why why like there's there's open air vaginas here, like there's free range, cage free vaginas here. <laughs> why the fuck do you care about the wings? But how long are you how long are you in here when you need a meal? Right? Also, yeah. how did that get past the uh, the health board? Like, I, I I worked in restaurants for twelve years, and we had to like turn on the water with our elbows w- when we washed our hands, or we would get points off of our health. Uh, what is it called? Health code thing. Oh, your health score. Health score. Maybe yeah. it's like a maybe it's like a because they can't touch the girls. They're like, you can't touch her, but you can get some sticky fingers touching these wings. Hmm. I guess it's not, I guess because it's not the girls that are dancing, serving the food. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. If they're just nearby. I guess the gr- right. Because it's like, if they're just, they're just, they're titty adjacent, but it's not like, there's not like <laughs> yeah. sliding, like they're not rolling lemon pepper wings off of the body, I guess. But what if you yeah. ask for that specifically? That, then. That's, that's I, different. But it's it was a, still served to you. We still brought it to you. In a safe manner, right. In a yeah, safe yeah, manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What Anything? happened? Yeah, afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the wings hit the table, that has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. point. This is very, Gator, very good You point. didn't roll a girl out with wings on her. That's the difference. That's expensive. <laughs> it's yeah. expensive. Like that sushi That's- shit they would put on people. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. Y'all, yeah, okay. I'm really glad we got to the bottom of this. This is very important. Uh, so, so I mean, yeah. y'all were recording, y'all, I mean, y'all um, filmed. filmed in some tropical- Mexico, right? Place, we were right? in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, oh man, I'm so jealous. And that was the first time I'd ever been to Puerto Rico. And that's when I learned that my Spanish, uh, I speak Mexican Spanish. That's what I speak. I speak Mexican <laughs> fucking Spanish because, um, there were times where, like, the medic on set, Medico, who was, I mean, I just called him Medico, it's Medico, I cannot remember, I don't, I, I'll never know that man's name, but he is Medico. gorgeous, he's beautiful, gorgeous yeah. man, I was getting beat, I, at one point, I, uh, we were getting B12 shots, and it was, like, me, Fortune, all of us were getting B12 shots, and he was, like, you know, you, he's asking in Spanish, you want it in your arm, or you want it in your butt, and I'm just, like, you know where I want it, you know where I want it, trying to shake my butt because you're hot yeah so <laughs> i'm having heart palpitations medical like hold me hold me i can't yeah. breathe mm-hmm. Are you know that me? <laughs> and um out the mouth <laughs> any boca uh, boca boca uh, boca yeah <laughs> help me help me help me but uh there were some times where he'd be talking to me and i'd, be, and I'd look at our one of the pas on set and i'd be like what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. I real, like the day that I realized that like the Spanish that I learned and spoke growing up was completely different from them was like, I remember seeing this billboard for orange juice mm-hmm. and it said, Hugo de China. Ah. This, is, this is the thing. Orange in Spanish is naranja. naranja. So Jeez. I was looking at this sign going, what the fuck is China juice? <laughs> What is China juice? I've seen an orange on the container. 
the fuck is China juice? What are we talking yeah. about here? What happens? It, but so I was so like a week later, I'm at Crafty, and one of the guys has a little mandarin orange, and he goes, "Get us on a China." Like, do you want? Mm-hmm. He basically asked me like, "Do you want a China?" Is what he asked me, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, mandarin Chinese mandarin orange." <gasps> Mandarin. Okay. That okay. makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I, I would have been like, confused too with my little five years of Spanish. I think the I was same like, thing. we're not I doing. In the words of Gucci Man, we on different earths. Is basically what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. We on different earths. Uh, we're not doing the same thing. I'm not living the life you're living. I'm not serving the God you serve. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just surprised. Also- I'm surprised it took you going to Puerto Rico uh, to realize that, not the fact that you live in New York City. Yeah. No, it's for the, for the same way that, like, we speak English, but when you go to the UK, sometimes it's like, hey, man, I don't know what Mm-mm. this is. Yeah. Yeah. But I speak. But I mean, I guess you speak the King's English or the Queen's English. We over here doing some colonized shit. Yeah. But the yeah, nothing's you- cheeky over here. No, nothing's cheeky over here. Ain't yeah, nobody yeah, doing yeah. all of these extra. Ain't nobody doing this fucking rhyme scheme, this copyright. Y'all got a lot going on over your country. So, but no, it's just like a lot of times, like with Puerto Rican Spanish, they they Spanishize English words. Right. And so I didn't, my ear couldn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And then also yeah. like just the way that they speak sometimes, I'm just accustomed to hearing a different accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Because like Cuban Spanish, I can understand. Like, like certain accents, but like sometimes like with Dominican and Puerto Rican, it's just the way or like it's just how they speak mm-hmm. that I would literally like I would understand. I'd be talking to like Omar, who did my hair, who is the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. And he would fluff up my afro and he would come up to me sometimes to fix it. And he would go balance. And then just because he's always saying it's just balance. That's all he's yeah. saying. But like I'm telling you, like one of the last things I ever said to Omar before I came back here, I was like, Omar, we were holding hands, and I went, balance. He's like, balance, see, balance. He's the sweetest man I ever met in my life. But <laughs> it was a lot of times where he just be coming up, and I was like, Omar was trying. He's like, ah, dulce sabes, balance, and he was just gone. <laughs> fucking great. But there were times where Omar, where they would be talking to me, and I would look at one of the PAs or somebody, and I go, hey, 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 it's simultaneously too early and too late um, <laughs> for this. But I will tell y'all a story that I have not told. So, um, Wait, is this a story I'm, from the movie or is this a cheating story? What are you telling us? I'm going to tell you just a quick thing that happened our last day there. Like we had oh, done our God. rap party all, and so there wasn't an like, exclusive, exclusive right. story. Attention, attention. Very excited. So we go all to right. the rap. So there's the rap party, but there's not like there's alcohol but the bar had closed the restaurant early because people were just drinking. So we're like, we're fucking starving. What are you doing? So like we ordered takeout from somewhere and like a lot of the hair and wardrobe, our hair and makeup and wardrobe, they're like, fuck it, we're going to get sushi. Mm-hmm. Sidebar, I'm the best sushi I've had in my life. For oh, real? Was, was in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. How about yes. that? Huh. Listen, the best Italian restaurant I ever went to was, a, was in a resort in Cancun. So I don't know what to tell you. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know what to say, I don't know what to tell you, I don't know what you want. So we go to this, and so it's like, it's, I'm sitting there at the head of the table and I look up, you remember those tiles they used to put in the ceiling in high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was in this restaurant. But you ever remember like when they were, like, the ceiling was leaking, how those tiles would bulge? It was like a, just a boob hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been to uh, the Punchline Comedy Club. I don't know if you have, mm-hmm. but it's the same. You're same, right, right, same right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you're hilarious. So, <laughs> 
there's this boob hanging from the ceiling. And I look up and I was like, that's going to burst. Yeah. And they were like, what? But there was like a bunch of us and there was no other table in the restaurant to sit at. But I was like, oh, I hope they take care of this soon. This is going to pop. Like, this is going to, this is going to let loose. Right. Yeah. And so. What did they just put like sushi seaweed? Right just the nori up there. Just yeah. The yeah. yeah, we got this. Hold on. <laughs> right. Well, oh, we, all, we all know that uh, seaweed is one of the strongest materials on earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, true, so true. we're sitting there and we're eating and all of a sudden something hits me on my head. No. And what's so funny is that I was sitting there I was like, you know what? I still have some of my per diem left. I'm going to pay for everybody's dinner, right? And then the ceiling fell in. Oh, <laughs> no. Like 30 minutes after I said it was going to, ceiling fell in and Omar had to come over and was pulling Balencia. Balance. Oh. Pulling Balance. ceiling tile out no. of my afro. No, that's in so front nasty. of this guy on the set who I thought was very cute. Uh, and our wardrobe head, and I was eating my most delicious sushi, and it fell down. It landed mostly on um it landed mostly on uh Danny's R to PA. So landed mostly on it because an event and at first I was gonna sit where he was sitting, and he said, switch seats with me. Cause he he's knew. like, because it was like dripping, a, I guess it was dripping. He's like, yeah. I don't, you know, it's dripping a little bit. I got it. And so it's he's covered. I mean, and I had a low-cut shirt on, because you know, he met me. And I've got just stealing time in my afro. It's all no. over my food. No. It's all over uh, Kia's food, who was our wardrobe head. Um, so the guy comes up to the table. So my friend calls it. Uh, and so Omar helps you get the fucking stealing time in my afro. And the people, it was like, uh, yeah, she, um, and he was like, what's wrong? And I said, I now own the sushi restaurant. That's what's wrong. <laughs> yeah. The best sushi restaurant. The best one. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, what? he's like, huh? And I said, soy la dueña de este restaurante. The ceiling fell on my head. I now own this place. Yes. Yeah. Soy la dueña ahora. Like, you're kidding? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not? And he was like, well, I guess we can comp everybody's food. I was like, of course Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why are and you yes. talking like you're doing us a favor? Yes. What the fuck are you saying? Where's my deeds? Where's my employees? Where are my employees? I was like, yeah. you the first one to get fired. Like, what the fuck am I friend? And I was just like, they're like, we have to, we're going to go off. So, yes, that was my, uh, one of my last nights in Puerto Rico. And then I spent the rest of my time trying to get gasolina. Yeah. What's, is that, is that for gasoline? Yeah. It's a, remember the song, Gasolina? Gasolina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a drink called Gasolina. Oh, shit. That, it comes in a pouch. Oh, yeah, it does. And there's a straw in that pouch. <laughs> and it is fucking like 10% alcohol. 10 or 15. It's a four it loco. Quattro <laughs> loco. Okay. Quattro loco in a Capri Sun pouch. <laughs> and it's, it is the most delicious thing I've ever fucking had in my life. Damn. And um, I've been trying, apparently, you can't buy it in the US. So my friend in Puerto Rico is supposed to be sending it to me. Um, but he was like, oh, I walked in the post office and you can't mail alcohol. And I was just like, bitch, how would they know? It comes in a pouch. Don't tell them it's yeah. alcohol. That's how you mail shit. You're not allowed to mail. You, say you don't tell real, anybody. It's real gasoline. I have, she no. needs gasoline. You don't sell, you don't tell them <laughs> shit. You wrap it in the, the, in the, the freaking plastic. Like, the yeah. girl was like, well, cause he walked in with the box and then went to get him. And I was like, what do you mean you walk? This is why I don't understand how men run the world. You cannot, first of all, 
why would you walk in there with the, you come in there with a different box and you just, why would you come in with the box of alcohol? Because if you've ever mailed anything, even if it wasn't alcohol and it's an alcohol box, they make you scratch it out. Yep. It's yep. like men have never been anywhere before. No, no, yeah. no. And if they have, they don't remember because they can't recall anything. They, they, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how it happens either way I just wanted to find out if like at the restaurant that you now own in Puerto Rico are, thank you so much yes um What's I it wonder, uh, I don't uh, know Restaurante de Dulce Restaurante de Dulce that's what it's yeah. called uh it's yeah. in Condado um, I can't wait for y'all to come down and meet There's all no of my ceilings <laughs> yeah I it's just like wanted... a little Wayne freestyle it's a little Wayne mixtape no ceilings no ceilings yeah no <laughs> ceilings <laughs> No water, only gasolina. <laughs> only gasolina and fucking... And we found a place across the street that, you know, how, like, they'll put, like, the alcohol, like, in the freeze machines? Oh, yes. yeah. Like, the, the slushy machines? Oh, yeah. It was uh, gasolina slushies. Oh. Bruh. Bruh, 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 bruh. How do y'all... How do they, I'm gonna need how all do that. work over there? Hmm? How do these people work over there? Apparently, on Tuesdays, a lot of places are closed. Oh. Okay. That's a day that's just drink. Mm. Yeah, well, it's like because you, because on Sunday, apparently everybody goes to the beach. It's a real chill kind of vibe sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you would say a lot of people have Valencia there. Balance. Balance, Catherine. Wow. Wow. Balenciaga. Yes. Yeah, Um, Balenciaga's. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people in Puerto Rico have Balenciaga. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, but it was really great. Um, I got to, I got to, um, I got to, I had to learn how to fight. I had to cut my, I had to cut all my nails down. Shut um, up, shut up. You'd fight? I have to fight. I had to punch. Have you, not seen, the, the, have you not seen the preview? Like no, the trailer? You got to fight? Yeah, you, the trailer. I yeah. punched some, um, Nicole's character. So I punched Nicole's character in the face. And we had to learn like fight choreography for that. Uh, punched Malin. Um, I no. punch somebody else. I get hit in the face. Yeah. You hurt? No, I mean, we learn how to do it, but if you just, if someone keeps doing this for fucking seven or eight takes, yeah, your face hurts. Yeah, it's going to bruise, um, yeah. Right, and so it just was really just being, um, I was I was glad because I'd started going to like a personal trainer back in like September. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, because like just, you know, just from being on the road so much, your body just kind of just tightens up and you just kind of oh, yeah. lose some of your range of motion. So I was glad I started going to that personal trainer because when they started teaching me, I was like, oh, this is how my body used to mm-hmm. move. Yeah. So it was really, it was great. They called me, they sent me the script, they told me about it. And I, I was like, I loved it. And they're like, okay, well, you're coming to Puerto Rico. So how quickly, yeah. that's, uh, that was my, I, I, I wanted to know this. How quickly between you finding out that you got the role and then going and filming it, did that all happen? Like how much time did you have to prepare? Uh, we started filming in January, like the beginning of January. I thought it was like January 18th, January 15th, something like that. Uh, I think the first time I talked to the director was like December, maybe. Oh my gosh, that's no Damn. time at all. That's crazy. So it was really, it was really quick. Our producer saw uh, Ash Christian, who actually passed away last month. Um, hmm. wow. I don't know how. You're serious? Um, mm-hmm. So, but he's the one, and he had produced, like, Hurricane Bianca, like, Bianca Del Rio's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was down in Mexico working, and he just passed it in sleep. Um, oh, wow. 
but he's the yeah, he was like 35 or some shit. Nobody what? knows that. That was nuts. Um, he's the sweetest man. But he found me um like my stand-up videos and stuff like that. And he told them about it. Uh, cause he, you know, he told the production company about it. And I called in the, the director, uh, Paul Layden, who's an um, Australian, originally an actor turned director. We had had like a hour long phone call and they sent me the script and I was like, yeah, that's great. And they called back and were like, all right, she got it. Like I didn't audition. No, no tape, no audition, nothing. I don't think so. Don't That's remember. so cool. And then you're on the fucking poster. It's not like it's some side, like it's not like it's some bit part you got. It's like a real, it's a, that's a Holy big oh, role. Bitch, I was third, I was like, th- I was like second or third on the call sheet. What? Yes. We shot for like yeah. 18 days. I think I was shot for like 15 of those days. Really? No, no audition. You were third on the call sheet. That is the yeah. craziest. They, did they, know, they weren't just like. Let me see you box. They want like throw throw a couple. Nothing. I was like talking to him and I'm just like, I don't know about this. And he's like, we'll teach you. That's so fucking cool. Oh so, my God. I'm so excited for you. This is this is you. great. You it was, just had it's, so many big things happen for you, but you deserve every single bit of it. Thank you. It's been it's been a very it's been a lot. I'll say that. It's been like because sometimes it's just like, did I how did I ooh, What's happening? Yeah. Like sometimes it's just like, the fuck is me? Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm here. Coming. I'm here. <laughs> like uh, the um, like the cooking show that I did, because uh, I put it up yesterday. Oh yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah. Breakfast with Besser. Mm-hmm. I shot that the same day as I did the um, the slink shoot. Mm-hmm. So the magazine cover that I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you. I did that shoot and then I got there like a, it was like a Sunday too. It was like nine in the morning. It was like distance. So like it was a makeup artist, Enid from um, The Daily Show, my publicist, my friend Ben, because I was just like, I need some kind of support here. Um, and then Sabrina, the hairstylist, who was also Phoebe Robinson's hairstylist. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Um, because my hairstylist couldn't come from LA because of you know the COVID year. Yeah. So she so did my one makeup and hairstylist for both things. Uh I just wore the same hair and makeup I had from the last shot straight to the breakfast with Besser shoot. So all I did was like change my clothes Damn. before I went. So it was that's just like real, that's real star shit. <laughs> it was nuts because like and it was crazy because, like, I was just having, like, a really hard time before the slink shoot, just, like, with how I was feeling about myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. And I was talking to my manager, my publicist, and my publicist was like, I completely understand if you're having a hard time right now. And if you can't do this, we will cancel it. <laughs> but you have to do this. So <laughs> she was like, I understand if you're going through it. But yeah it's the cover of the magazine yeah yeah and then my manager was uh right shots were so beautiful too yeah thank you so worth it to do that yeah and my manager was just like i've seen you in uncomfortable situations and you always find a way to make yourself comfortable in uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. this might be one of the times you have to do that yeah 
Because I was just like, I'm sad. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And they were like, cool, 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 cool. Thanks, 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 thanks. But also, it's a month out. You you can't. You have to do this. Yeah. And I'm so glad that they didn't let me chicken out. Good. Because I was just like, how the fuck am I supposed to be in this magazine telling these girls, you know, it's like people like, ah, I'm, I'm confident about myself. And it's just like, at the time, I, I, did, I wasn't. Yeah. But that's reality. I mean, that's what we all have to do. We all go through those feelings every day. I feel like we all yeah. go through ranges of feeling confident and like strong women who can do anything and then go, and then we're our 13 year old selves again, where we're just like, who am I? And you have imposter every syndrome. Second. And yeah, well, yeah. I feel did like you, I did you tap that into some, like once you got to the shoot and you were shooting, were you like, fuck yeah. Um, when I first got to the shoot, cause he had the, um, the photographer, I think his name is Terry Curry. He had the camera hooked up directly to the laptop. So you could see. So the makeup artist and the stylist and the uh, hairstylist could see mm-hmm. the shots to see if there was anything they needed to adjust with the lighting and stuff. Um, and when I first, at first I wouldn't even look at the shots. And then I looked over at the shots and I'm just like, oh, those look, oh, those look good. Yeah. But it didn't connect that it was me in the pictures. <laughs> it's like you're I was like looking, someone else. You're right. Like, I felt like I really felt like I was looking at some, I was looking at something I'm like, oh, this is really pretty, but it wasn't connecting in my brain. Yeah. That it was me in the pictures. I was like, that person looks pretty. Yeah. And those Aww. pictures look good. And it took like maybe, I think by like the third outfit, maybe, mm-hmm. when it was just like, okay, this is me in these pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then just running to the other shoot and like you know cooking because I'd never done a cooking show before so I thought it was interesting and they were able to like because I had some other stuff that I was doing they're like no we'll fit this in so you know but it's this it's coming on set and you know you have to test your forehead and you have to get you know tested for stuff before um I shot a hundred thousand dollar pyramid last month and I made Michael Strahan blush (laughs) (laughs) of course you did of course you but did. he was like, I don't know what to do with you, Dulce. And I went, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, if I wasn't black, you could see that I was blushing. And I'm like, we can see it. <laughs> that's what I do is make grown ass men uncomfortable. I love um, it. Well, hey, speaking. All right. So let's, let's get to the topic of the show. So before, I mean, and I'm so, I'm so glad you shared like real life shit with us. Cause that's exactly yeah. what we want you to do now. <clears throat> and before you were in movies and shit was popping off and you, everybody knew who the hell you were and all that you led another life. You'll say down um, here, it's the same life place. down here. No, but it's down here in Georgia. Right? <laughs> yeah. I remember these days I was here. You were here. We were all going through it together. Yeah, yeah. So I, yep. I, 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 loosely remember this story but I, yes. I totally I definitely remember the relationship I do not remember the exact details uh because we've all moved on uh, is this right. the story that involves the plumber because I remember a story that you called one man you, every man you called him by their by their occupation yeah, yeah. Oh, by a nickname Oh no, I think you're referring to the mechanic. The mechanic. Yes, the mechanic. And this is not this is not the mechanic. No. No, the mechanic never cheated on me. Um yeah, so, okay. so let's set it up. So Jules say you were in a relationship. It was one of the one of the ones that was Facebook official. Um, yeah. Yes. The most I was in a recent one that was Facebook official, right? 
uh the last one that was the last one right okay this was all right so Um, take us back who who when you start just tell us who you are at this moment um well it was like 2012 going into 2013 um this was actually another comic but they weren't I had been doing stand-up for three years as of this point, as of 2012, and I knew Lace, um, and he maybe had been doing it for a year, but we were both actors. Um, And what was so interesting is that, well, not interesting, but one of the things that happened was um, he, so I was working a day job, and I, um, I had gotten... Uh, fired from a temp job because it's a temp job. That's what happens. That's what, yeah, it's, it's, it's right. It's a fucking temp job. I'm not yeah. fucking, it, I'm not surprised. Like they let me go and I was like, they're like, sorry. And I'm like, I was going to call in. Like that day, <laughs> they just fired, like they're in the process of letting me go and they're just like, are you all right? And I was like, oh, I'm fine. They're like, yeah. what, what? Like, like, they're like, you're not, I was like, listen, I was, a, yes, I was 15 minutes late, but I was 15 minutes late. Because I was trying to figure out whether I was going to call in. Right, right. <laughs> They're like, what? I was, I was going to go to the spa. Like, yeah. Jeju saw me. Jeju, yeah. I was going yeah. to go to Jeju. Yeah. And they let me go. And it was 9 30. Like, so what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm still going to Jeju because I still got the day off. <laughs> but the thing is, these people were so shady. They didn't always tell you when you got fired. So there was this one lady, because we worked out like in the back of fucking Norcross, like mm-hmm. up Peachtree Industrial. And this yeah. lady lived in little five points. They fired this lady, did not tell her, and the way that she found out was that her key card did not work. No. So she drove all the way in Atlanta traffic from little five points to the fucking, to Spalding Drive. That had to be at least 45 minutes. At, at, at least 45 at minutes. Least. At least. And yeah. then she gets there and her fucking key card don't work. So I get there, mine works. There was one day I got there and we were like, no. And our manager was like, no, 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 you're fine. I'm like, cool. So my key card works. I get to my desk. All my stuff is gone. And I went over to my supervisor and I was like, so I guess I don't work here anymore. And she was like, oh my God, they didn't tell you. They didn't call you. I was like, no. So I get fired. I call the temp agency and he goes, well, you know, they didn't tell us you were getting let go. So, and I told him what else was going on. And he was like, oh we're just going to say you don't have any work available and go file for unemployment. Look at God. Take a care of your girl. Right? So, nice. I've got this. So when I lose that job, right, I, the next week, one of my friends who had worked on a play with calls me and goes, hey, I'm working on that show Resurrection for ABC. They're looking for a quote-unquote featured extra. Yes, I remember you were on that show and I fucking loved that show and I was so mad when that show got canceled. It was so fascinating and you did a killer job on that show too, by the way. Thank you. I still get residual checks for that show. Hell yes, ABC. It was resurrection. It was all now, these people coming back. All these people who had died come back to life. It had to do with like uh, so Katie Dids, not Katie Dids, but what are those? Cicadas. What are those things? Cicadas. Thank you. Katie Dids. Uh, Katie Dids. Cicadas. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it had to do with cicadas and dead people and resurrection. It was fascinating. I love that. Cool. Show. Yeah. So I got him a job because mm. I was supposed to. So. Um, so my friend calls me, and what was also so fucked up? A girl I worked with at the job that I had lost. She asked me, she was like, so how are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm on set. And she was like, what? You've only been, like, it hasn't even been a week. I was like, yeah, girl, I'm out here living. And she was like, I'm out here living my dreams, bitch. Like, enjoy your life. Fucking process yeah. of mortgages. Um, <laughs> and 
And then this fucking wishbone from Bone Thugs and Harmony looking bitch texts me back and says to me, um, be careful what you wish for. And I was like, the fuck does that mean? Listen, it's not my fault that you look like a grown ass man. I have no idea what the fuck is going on with this text message. But I was living my life. Fuck that bitch when she stands for it. So anyway, so I got him a job. And so I get this motherfucker a job. I start taking him on the road with me. And he was new. Other thing is, like, we met at a show, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I've been dating him a couple months before this. We met at a show. We hung out and like we were. We met at uh, Relapse. Oh, okay. All right, we met at right. No longer with us. Um, and we know why. So we met. (laughs) We met at Relapse, and we hung out that night. We hung out a few more times, but it was just like. I should have been looking at the fucking warning signs. Like it was, I worked it because I when I eventually got um, another day, like even on unemployment, like he was working part time for like a shipping company. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I still made more money than him on unemployment. Mm. And I was like, why even go to this job, right? right. So there was one time we were going to go to the Renaissance Fair, but he had to get his tire fixed, so he didn't have the money to go, so we couldn't go. He would resent me because he couldn't pay for things because I made more money than him. Mm -hmm. I was also like five years older than him. Mm -hmm. Was he making you feel bad? Like he was like, yes, he was making me feel bad because he couldn't, he didn't have the money to pay for stuff. But he was working part-time. That's the best he could get, I guess. Yeah. He could have worked harder. You could have got another job. I don't know. It's not like he wasn't a college graduate. Um, what's funny is, is, is he didn't want to put the, the work and the time in and he had somebody, I mean, essentially not a sugar mama, I wouldn't call right. you that, but like he had somebody make it, he should have been nothing but appreciative and yeah. nothing but respectful of you for all of that at that also, time. Also, cause you remember I moved back in with my mom cause she went back to school. Right. Right. He just lived with his parents. So he didn't even move out. I was, yeah. <laughs> he still stayed there. So, because I paid the mortgage. Like, I was working. I was helping. Yep. You just live with your parents. And so there was these little, and then, like, we had well, gone out to Why didn't he live. get his mom to drop him off at the Renaissance Fair? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> because I would have never spoken to him again. Um, but, and then. You want to be my uh, mom? Right, I have to our date. <laughs> well, he still had his own car, but like there was like other little shit where it was just like he, um, because we was friends with another comic, we would hang out with them, and I'm no longer friends with that person. And he would say little shit to me like, "Well, you know, your friends aren't really your friends." Remember, I asked, I asked Lace about this, mm-hmm. and he was like, "As you and Paige," and he was like, "You know, people don't really like you." He's not uh, you. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, your friends aren't really your friends. Like, they don't like you as much as they think. And so I asked Paige, and like, I asked you and Paige about it one time, and you were like, the fuck is he talking about? What is he even talking about? So yeah. he, you, he, you, he probably was, you made him feel insecure. So he yes. was trying to dig you down to his level. He was right, negging, but- negging you. That's so classic to like gaslight right. you and, and make you think less of yourself and hold you down. So yeah. that you wouldn't like yourself enough so that you would have to rely on him, even though he knew he wasn't good enough for somebody like you. Yeah. So he had to take you down. Right. And then, but you don't realize that I'm just going to go and ask 
my friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's always because I'm because that's the thing in my head. I'm just like, well, I'm really friends with. No, we're really cool. Like that's the thing I worried about anyway. So yeah. these are people that I'm actually friends with. And then also, you know, when we would go to like one time we were at Cats, and one of the comics there started giving him shit about me. The Chris standing there, one of them was like, "So what's it like to be with a girl who's more successful than you?" And I was just <laughs> like, "Okay, I don't." Oh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want any, I don't want any parts of this. <laughs> no. Wait, why were you like, come on, let me find out. <laughs> right, well. Dude, I would love for somebody to say that. <laughs> well, the thing is, but it was also the dude that asked him had always had a crush on me anyway. Oh. And he asked him this after placing bets on how long it would take us to break up and said this in front of him. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, so he that was, doesn't help. No, 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 no. So this goofy nigga so was going for his dick fell off. Right, huh? <laughs> so his dick fell off. I mean, yeah. he just became, a, all the moisture just fell. He became a California raisin, basically. <laughs> it's what happened. Um, also, what happened to those commercials? So there's just these little things that are happening. And so one day, oh, speaking of the mechanic, I had to get my car fixed. I really didn't have the money. And the mechanic was always more helpful when I was dating someone else. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I needed to get my brakes done and I could I, I need like my brakes like done. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. drums turn like I need done done. Yeah. Like real, real shit. Yeah. Um like real hot girl shit. Like real like car <laughs> needs to get done, right? And so And by hot girl me, shit, we mean like your brakes are real hot because they are low. Yeah. They are low. They are low. There are they sparks. Are, <laughs> it yes, is real hot girl shit. Right, like truly, like metal on, me- on I mean, metal. I, I was too. I was very close to sounding like a marching band coming down the fucking street. Like I felt it because I would go to press down and be like, and you, you know, you can feel the metal grind before you hear the metal oh, grind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, oh, yo, let me call this man. Let me call yeah. this man. I'm trying to. I'm yeah. trying to live today. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, I just- I just texted myself, the mechanic was always more helpful when I was dating someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I never want to forget that. Thank you so much. Um, I actually called, Zaba, I called him like last week just to make sure he wasn't dead from the COVID. Um, (laughs) I love that you put put an apostrophe on that. Yeah. What? COVID. For the COVID. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's like how Southern people say Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. <laughs> yeah. It's like the TV. You watch yeah. the TV. Not the, yeah. You not watch the, the TV. TV. The TV. Yeah. yeah. You watch that. It's the TV. Yeah. Huh? The I- Italian show on the TV. Right. <laughs> you know what? I did not realize we say TV like that. What you uh-huh. watch the TV? TV. The TV. Yeah. That's exactly how we say. So yeah. yeah. So I called him to make sure he went dead from the COVID. He's fine. <laughs> um. Because we had not talked in. Four years. Oh damn. damn. Well, because he quit talking to me because I shit on him on Comedy Knockout. Um Ooh. I told you about this. So I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. that's funny as shit though. Yeah. He just but see nobody would have known it was about him if he Except didn't him. get mad about it. Yeah. And, and his friends. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say and his friends. But yeah, that's not a lot of folks. So that's not a lot. <laughs> At the time, listen, I don't know how many friends. I'm not trying to shit on the man. He's nice. He was he 
He did what he did for the time that he was needed, right? Yep. So he fixed the parts that needed to be fixed when they were broken. And when it broken. was the most convenient for him. Okay. So, like, look, that's not the point. So, let's just say he never cheated on me because, as he told me, he doesn't like to date two girls at once. Because huh. it takes up too much time. And I was like, yeah, sure. So, yeah. I get it. You want to focus. I understand you're a busy man. That's fine. This goofy motherfucker. So, we're dating, and you know, and, he's, and I'm seeing, and I'm starting to see this. You know, you're you're, you're nagging me over here. You're mm-hmm. getting weird about this. I'm taking you on the road with you. You're not having great sex because Shalewa was like, um, Shalewa Sharp. Look, Google her, follow her, listen yes. to her album. Silky Jumbo. Silky yes. Jumbo. Silky um, Jumbo. He. I was seeing all these little things, and I wasn't like really acknowledging. Um, the red flags. The red flag. I wasn't acknowledging them. I have a question as someone who married a comic and went on the road with that comic for years. When you took him on the road with you to open for you, did uh, was he funny? See, that, and this is where Shalewa comes in. So I had started talking to him before I saw him do stand-up. Oh, so this is a long way of saying no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so I'm standing there next to Paige and Shalewa, and he's going up, and it's just like, oh, no. And she looked at me, she goes, what? Oh, I just realized I'm not five years, I'm like three years older than him, I'm not five years older than him, three or four yeah. years. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, and she goes, friend, and I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. She's like, you gotta, you gotta vouch for the, I was like, I, she's like, you gotta vet. I was like, I know, but like, because the thing is, Ugh. some of the bits were good, but some of them were, but this was the thing. He was 26 and was moving like a 60-year-old man. Like, you saw how he used to dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do but I know I, this guy? No, you you wouldn't have. No, he stopped, he stopped doing comedy before you started doing comedy. I think. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. stopped He stopped uh, 2013 when I told him. So... <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't think I ever saw him on stage. I only saw him with you or around you or following you around to stuff. Because you told him not get on stage. Well, he couldn't. Get, a lot of the shows that I was at, I wasn't at open mics all the time, so he couldn't get on mm-hmm. the shows that I was at because he was open micer. Period. Also, also another long way of saying he sucked. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you first start, you can't get on. Yeah. Why am I being nice? Yes, he sucks. Anyway, yeah, yes, yeah, there you go. I Thank you. Not, I, I'm sorry. But Thank I you. did not. But the thing is, I had already gone on like a few dates and hung out with him yeah. before I saw him do stand up. And I was like, okay. fuck. Now, I'm a, now I like him. Yeah. Right? We already had the sexy time. So I was just like, I'm already stuck now. Right? Ugh. So Ugh. it's like a few months in because we were only together. So hold on. So. We got together on like the summer of 2012. Mm-hmm. And so we dated, you know, in my, so this is around like March maybe of 2013. Because mm-hmm. the mechanic was back, uh, staying with my mom. Yeah, so like 2013, 20, yeah. It was 2013 because I had my quinceanera. That's yep. what it was. So, 2013 so this was probably like april so the mechanics fixed in my car he called me he's like what's going on i was like oh i'm over at my exercise and i was fully open with him about what was going on yeah and i was like it would cost me 700 fucking dollars to get these brakes fixed or i could go to my ex's house and give him 
a hundred, two hundred. Yeah. Low jobs. <laughs> no, that's how I used to pay for car repairs. That's how she used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But now, you know, I'm in a relationship and he was mm-hmm. like, cool with it. And I was like, he was like, well, maybe I should come. I was like, if you, he's like, well, maybe I should come over there. And I was like, if you want to, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. So he was like, well, where is he? I said, he's in the garage working on the car. I'm upstairs watching TV and eating pizza. Nothing's going on. So the following weekend, no, a month later, fucking month later, I'm hosting a Sunday show at the skull. And it's, it was like, I think it was like a best of or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or no, it wasn't a best of. I can't remember who the headline. It was like a best. There was a there was a bunch of comics on the show. Like, you know, sometimes on Sunday shows, headliners, a little bunch of people go up if there's not yeah. a lot of people there. Yeah, because they used to have just the one show, so they would let they'd let way more people on. Right, you know, and especially Bobcat Goldthwait. He was like, it's the comedy mm-hmm. clubhouse. Everybody's fucking going up, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm at the bar, and he comes to the bar. So I'm in between sets. Mm-hmm. yeah so someone's doing a long set and i'm sitting at the bar and he comes up to me and goes i gotta tell you something i was like what's up so i'm hosting i'm hosting you're i'm in the middle of the show so for those of you <laughs> listening who are not uh comics that means if the host on the show is the first one you see on stage and they come out in between every single comedian and they keep the crowd going and they're doing set so you're you're the working. mc is the wrong. mc yeah. yeah and you have to be on and available and ready to go back on stage like yeah. in mm-hmm. five minutes so you can't yeah. leave the stage empty no right and so he well I'm sitting the, yeah. somebody's doing like a 15 minute set i guess i'm sitting yeah. there and he comes to the show to tell me that he cheated on me jesus christ oh to get back at you for the mechanic well, I found out later that's what that was for. Jesus Christ. But so he tells me that he was, so he was hanging out with his ex. Huh. Now, mind you, this girl had been sending me weird messages on Facebook, had opened a different account telling me your boyfriend, you know, your boyfriend is a homosexual, all this other nonsense. What? And he thought it was hilarious. And I was like, you better talk to that bitch before I talk to this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her to get the fuck off my internet. Yeah. So Get the fuck off my internet. <laughs> get this goofy hoe. She ain't got nothing better to do with her life. Right? So you, like, knew, you, was... you knew for a fact it was her, too, that was sending you these, like, He cryptic... told me it was her. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was like, I don't know who this person is, and I don't know why they know that we're together. He's like, oh, yeah. He's laughing. I was like, this ain't motherfucking funny. No. I don't play like this. I'm a grown-ass person. Tell a little goofy hoe to get the fuck off my internet. Right. I don't play like this. Yeah. And also, is this what she thought would make her go, oh, wait, this anonymous stranger told me my boyfriend was gay? Better break up with him. Yeah. Bitch, what? (laughs) Yeah. You're not even doing dirt in a logical way. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. No. No. The fuck is you saying? So, he calls me, so he comes up there and I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like my ex would come over and hang out. I was like, why? Why was she over there? What are you talking yeah. about? And did he was he like, say she had to fix his car. She did not. <laughs> she said she he gave no good reason as to why. And apparently, and so he told me that day, and then this is what made it more fucked up. Is that as if Every, coming to your job where you're working while you're about I to say, have to I said, you can't go and be job. back on set. Yeah, that's... I said, you could have told me after this. You could have told me later tonight. You could have told me tomorrow. Instead, mm-hmm. 
you message me to see what lace the show was so early the fucking sun was still out oh yeah oh, those worse. early ass sunday shows yeah did he tell you what they did he was like they hooked up he was like he was saying they were watching a movie and then you know one thing led to another and blah, 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 blah. but he kept slow rolling the story and i was just like i'm hosting yeah so it was between three different acts where i got the whole fucking and he was like oh, well we were just God. hanging out and i was just like i don't understand why you even did this I said, is it the one that's messaging me? And he was like, well, yeah. You know, I was trying to talk to her and just like, you know, because we ended in a bad place and I just wanted to reconcile. I'm just like, and why did that happen? Why did that have to be at your house? It could have been on the phone. On the phone. Also, no reconciliation is necessary. There's no children involved. There's no, the alimony that needs to be discussed and and paid. This is nothing. This is some bullshit relationship in your twenties. And now you're on, you're onto another relationship. What the fuck do you need to reconcile? Who cares, right? And so, but this was the fuck, this was the most fucked up part, Lace, was that every, and I was like, okay, I understand. So I was like, fuck this. And he kept talking to me and he was just like, well, you know, I just, and he was like, so eventually I got out of him that he was upset that I was over at my ex's house. And I was like, he was fixing my car. Right. There was a reason, a very specific reason. There was no reason for that girl to be with you. There was a reason for me to be at his fucking house. And you asked if you can come over and I told you yes. Because I asked him, hey, my boyfriend wants to come on. And he was like, yeah, if it makes him comfortable, whatever. Yeah. Um, but part of it, but I'm telling you, Lace, I was sitting there at his house, the mechanic's house, and then fixing my car. I had the worst feeling. I was like... This other, I was like, this nigga's gonna do something stupid. I know, I had the worst, I had a gut feeling that he was cheating on me. I was like, cause I talked to him on the phone and he just sounded so fucked up. And I was like, oh, he's gonna cheat on me. Mm-hmm. He's fucking jealous. Because the thing is, you could, there were times you couldn't even pay for fucking Applebee's. And now this man's fixing my fucking car. There's no way you can do any of this. No. Yeah. He couldn't handle it. His manhood, could, his fragile ass manhood could not handle it. So wait, so he tells me the story of how it happens. Then two weeks later, he's like, okay, I got to talk to you. I said, so I understood where he was coming from. I tried to be understanding. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to break up with you. Fine, fine, fine. You fine. said that? Mm-hmm. Because I was yeah. like, you know what? I can see what you were saying. I could have just dropped the car. Because the thing is, I could have just dropped the car over there. My mom took me home. I only lived 15 minutes. from the, I, I live 12 minutes from the mechanic's house. 15 minutes if I hit the light. So mm-hmm. I could have dropped my car off and my mom could have came to pick me up and then I could have came to get the car up later. It was just easier to not go through all that fucking juggling. Sure. Because the man lives down the street. He said it was only going to take like two or three hours. I've been there a million fucking times. Who gives a fuck, right? So the next, so one, a couple weeks later, we're hanging out. He starts, he's like, well, I have to tell you something. I said, what? He's like, well, what I told you what happened isn't exactly what happened. Oh, and my so God. The story changed. So it was originally it was her initiating. Now it's him initiating, right? Why is and he then, even telling you? Why is he telling? Yeah, what is this whole like it needs to get the truth off his chest kind of situation? I don't understand. Hold on. Then a couple weeks later, he does it again. God. So now it's, well, I told you it started this way, but it actually just happened this way. Then a couple weeks later, he does it again, where it's, and I'm just like, nigga, what's the st- stop? To I was like, but the, no matter how many of these details change, you still fucking cheated on me. 
Right. So it's not like he's saying he's he's not telling you other instances of cheating. He's just changing the original cheating story. You know, like he just doesn't want you to forget. Like he wants you to know that like right. he can, if he wants somebody else, he can. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And anytime he feels like, like you're about to forget, he's like, oh, actually, I have a new detail. That's what it sounds like to me. So the last change was it was the whole time he was telling me it was his house. The last change is it was actually at her house. Oh, my God. So he went to her house and I was like, okay. So he went out of his way to cheat. So out was... of his fucking way. So what mm-hmm. probably happened was I was over at my ex's. I was getting my fucking car fixed. You called this bitch and went over there because you couldn't handle my ex fixing my fucking car. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I was like, all right. Cause it was like, cause I had my birthday party coming up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let's deal with this or whatever. And then it was after, it was after my birthday where the story changed again. Yeah, because he was still with you at that birthday. Uh Uh-huh. On my actual birthday, on my birthday Mm -hmm. party that was in August, he was still around. Mm -hmm. And so, after he did that, I was just like, what the fuck? No, no more. No fucking more. You keep doing this. Now you're trying to convince me my friends don't fucking like me. Now you're giving me all this other nonsense. You keep telling me the story over and fucking over and fucking over again. And I don't understand why. And he was just like, well, I just don't understand why you had to go over there. And I was like, because I did not have the money to fix my car. Right. And yeah. this man offered to fix, he was like, well, why'd you have to go to your ex? And I was like, because he fixed a 700, he did a $700 repair for $200. Yeah. And he's like, you're not, like, you're not coughing up the money to help me pay for my car. So what the like, fuck and it's your damn, it's, he's not your gynecologist. It's your damn car. Like, it's not <laughs> like he like, you, but I'm just like, like anybody can understand that. Like he has a car. He also has a car Yeah, that, he, that is broken. Like he should understand that. This is a whole other level of insecurity. I mean, this, this dude. Girl. And so I was right. like, I'm done. I'm fucking, you're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. We're done. Yep. Oh, and he was like, so, and I was like, that little goofy bitch you went to go see, go see. He's like, what? So you want to go back? And I was like, it's not about me going back to the mechanic. This was never about the mechanic yeah. on your it was wrist. never about the mechanic. He never. didn't do, he didn't do anything wrong. No. He was actually helpful when it comes to mechanic story. He was actually helpful in the situation. Yeah. yeah. And that is rare in a mechanic. In a rare mechanic story. And so <laughs> he... But he was, at, but the mechanic did ask me, is it going to be a problem with your boyfriend? Because he heard me with the phone. I was like, no, he should be fine. And eventually I did end up telling the mechanic about him fucking cheating. And he was like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, the fuck? He yeah. could have dropped me off. But yeah. the mechanic was like, he could have dropped you off and took you. Yep. But if he had really to work cared. a shift. Yeah. If he really fucking cared, but like he had to work a shift or whatever, fucking at UPS or whatever the fuck he was. Um, so wait, so it gets worse, friend. How? Remember, remember I was telling you that he was starting to pop up places? Yeah. So I break up with him like the fall. So we were together like a year. A year. Yeah. A year. And I was like, fuck, but you we were together a year, but you cheated on me about nine months in, eight, nine right. months in. I tried to forgive you, but you kept acting like an asshole. And so I was like, fuck this. I'm done. No. And then he started showing up places. Mm-hmm. Like shows? 
shows. There was one time he showed up at the Vortex and mm-hmm. Mike Dow had to ask him to leave. Mm-hmm. Thank God for um, Mike Dow, everybody. I mean, what a man. What a Papa's man. great. So there was one time he kept popping up. And so that night, so he popped up at my, he popped up at my house twice. And my mother, the second time my mother was across the street and my mother talked to him and was like, Hey, bruh, you got to stop coming over here. Yeah. This ain't the, she's not the, this is not sweetheart. Yeah. This ain't the move. Yeah. This ain't the campaign. You don't fucked up. No, thank was you. She was, was Marianne, was she brandishing one of her mini pistols when she told him not to come um, in? My mother does not have, I'm not going to say how strapped my mama is. What I will say <laughs> is that he didn't see it. That's what I will say. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> but I will say, but my mother, I could see her and I was like, my mother made it very clear to him. Don't bring your black ass back over here. Yeah. Right? She uh, is literally yeah. the best. All right. Sorry. Oh, All right, I, just got, said this. I, yeah. I got to show you, Um, I got her a car. So when I come home, I got to show you the car that I got her. Oh my God. I bought, girl, I bought the dream. I bought my mama a car. I bought uh, that's my mother. That's it. That's oh. the dream. I bought my mother Jeep Cherokee. Fucking hell I yes, my, she did. Yes, she was like, I want one with a tow hitch. So I'm like, who are you towing? No. What are you towing? What are you towing, mom? What are you towing? Girl, I was like, you know what? That's fine to be aftermarket. I mean, we're not doing this, right? She's so, just always prepared. She just wants to be prepared. Yeah. She just wants to be prepared. I, yeah. I, and I get that from her. There's anytime my friends mm-hmm. come to my house, they're just like, you got it. And I was like, you know what? Let me just. Like one of my friends is like, I gotta run to the show. My phone's about to die. And I was like, Oh yeah, here's a charging bank. Here's a cord. Like I'm just always. <laughs> she's, right? gonna, she's gonna survive the apocalypse. Oh, oh, she's definitely. ready. No, she's been ready forever to survive okay. the apocalypse. Definitely. Oh, yeah. If the apocalypse, I was gonna, I'm going straight to Marianne Hill's house and being like, All right, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, Which so. is why I'm concerned that that your dumb shit ex decided to come by the house, knowing good and well. Uh, come by your mama's house, especially knowing good and damn well that no, good and damn well, Mary Hill stay strapped. So yes, yes. The the thing, the wildest, the wildest fucking night, right? So he comes to the board. So this is like months after we broken up. I won't talk to him. You've already come to my house uh, twice before this, and also he lives in Mableton. Right, not close. No. You would across the entire fucking city to come to see me. So yes. you meant it, right? Yes. So one night, so I see him at one show and then he's he's at the Vortex acting real weird and Mike Dow tells him to leave. Uh, and he was like, I'm going to go in. And Mike Dow was like, either I get you out of here, security's getting me out of here, but you're leaving right now, mm-hmm. right? And so then, because it's a Saturday night. So then we head over to the 1 a.m., and he's there too. And I just ended up calling him and leaving messages cussing. Like, quit following me around the fucking city. You never come to the 1 a.m. You never come to the, to the skull. What the fuck are you doing? Stop fucking following me. Nigga, fuck that, da 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of times me and Mike Dow would go out, get drunk, crash at Mike Dow's house. Sure. So, because Mike was, Dow, it, by the way, for people listening, like, I know it sounds like we're just having a conversation amongst friends, but he's right. awesome. He's comic. He's one of Dulce's best friends on the planet. So, his papa. He's Papa. So he's Papa. Um, so Papa, um, and one of my friends was like, why do you call? He came down to see me when I did my half hour in New Orleans. And since yeah. I call him Papa, one of the PAs was like, um, I guess he had like stepped out for something. And they were like, oh, don't say, uh, your dad's here. And no, I was like, that, no, that, no, 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 no
No. I was like, oh, y'all have no idea how black people age. No. Yeah, no. He's not Christ. twenty. He's not twenty years older than me, right? <laughs> not even close. Not even. Not crazy. even fucking close. But not I call him Papa. Crazy. Everybody calls him, you know. Yeah. And yeah. So we had left the one a.m. So it's like three in the fucking morning, right? We mm-hmm. left the one a.m. Gone to Woody's. Gone back. You gone to Mike Dow's house. This when he used to live over by Grady, uh, high school, and. We know we're watching TV and there's a knock on the door. No. Jesus Christ. We thought it was one of the neighbors telling us the TV was too loud. Yeah. It's my fucking ex. It's 4.30. A.M.? A.M. Are you kidding me? So after Mike Dow had kicked him out of the fucking vortex. That's scary. That's terrifying. Hold on. Kicked him out of the fucking vortex. Then... Follows us over to the 1 a.m. And he leaves there. Because I was always at the 1 a.m. Yeah. The show, 1 a.m. is a show. It's at 1 a.m. Literally uh, happens at 1 a.m. Yeah. It's yeah. It's at like Saturday nights. Yeah. Um, and then we go to, and you show up. Because he knew where Mike Dow stayed because we had dropped Mike off before. Yeah. So, show, 430 But you still morning. remember where he lives is still creepy. I don't remember. Because we only dropped him off one time months before. Yeah. Which so means creepy. he probably followed. Now that I think about it, he probably followed us there. Damn, yeah. he probably did. Now that That's... I think about it, Jesus. Because I'm like he knew. Because the thing is, he had to follow us there because he knew what building Mike Dow lived in, but he didn't know which apartment. Okay. Oh my God, how many? How weird. so? He had to have followed you. He had to have followed you and saw you go in, right? Because at four thirty right. a.m., you're not and knocking then... on a bunch of doors to try to find the place. So uh-uh. he definitely followed you. That's exactly what he did. That is creepy as shit. But we, but the thing is, he must have been talking to himself because we had sat down, we was eating, we had gotten cold, you know, we had changed yeah. some sleep clothes. Yeah. So we was ready to go to bed, we was ready to eat. Not, and he knocked on the door and he was like, Who is it? And he's like, He says his name. And Mike Dow was like, What do you want? He's like, I need, he's mm-hmm. like, I need to talk to Dulcie. And he's like, She's not coming out. No, hell no. Cause he'd gone to the kitchen and like, cause he didn't know who was knocking on the door. So he'd gone to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and went to the fucking door. It's yeah. 4 30 in the morning. Who the fuck's knocking on my door? Yeah. Right. And so he was like, Well, can you at least open it? Because he had like a secure because my mom has security doors in his house. There's a security door in his house on Mike Dow's door, too. He's like, Well, can you at least they were talking through the regular wooden door? And he's Damn. like, Well, can you at least open the door? And he's like, No. No. Not opening the fucking door. No. Not at 4 a.m. No. Not at 4 30 in the morning. He's like, You need to leave. You need to go. And I'm in the living room fucking petrified. Sure. As you should One, be. I want, I'm scared. One, I am mad as fuck. Yeah. I'm so fucking angry, right? So he was like, everything is fine. We calm down. We go to sleep. I wake up. I'm on the way home from Mike Dow's house to my house. And I call him and I am flipping. How fucking dare you? The mm-hmm. fuck is your prop? Followed me over to my homeboy's house. The fuck are you? The fuck are yeah. you thinking about? Right? And so... Mm-hmm. He, I guess he was driving faster than me. He beat me to my mom's house. Dear God, what a psychopath. And my brother didn't know what was going on. So my brother's like, hey, Jeremy. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to him. So he gets to the house and he's like knocking the window trying to talk to me. I was like, no. Because the thing is, I'm not a cop caller. I've never been a cop caller. No. I'm not a cop caller. No. Period. No. I, li- I sure the fuck let DeKalb County show up. I'm on the phone with my mom. She's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, I was like, I didn't want you fucking him. So my mother won't come out of the house. Yeah. 
because she doesn't want to talk. She's already talked to him. She don't want to deal with him. My brother's outside standing with him. I didn't tell my brother after the fact because I didn't want my brother to fight him. Oh, yeah, because Lawrence would have freaking fought My brother would have flipped yeah. out. He'd have yeah. fought him. Yeah. And so he tried to talk to me. I said, I called DeKalb County. And they were just like, well, what's going on? I was like, he's come over here repeatedly. And I said, how do I follow a restraining order? He's talking to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, do you have any property that's the same? The thing is, he had, ladies, when I met him a year before, the nigga had a fucking flip phone. <laughs> In 2012. I don't know where he had a flip. He had, so he had a fucking, <laughs> I don't guess, a Nokia fucking HG flip phone. And I was like, fuck this. So I got him. The phone was like, it was like boost phone. Like a seven, yeah. like maybe like a $50, $60 phone. I'm like, you can't be out here living this life. No. Also, your calls drop all the fucking time because this network no longer exists. Right. Uh, <laughs> You might as well be, you might as well have a landline phone in your car. So a landline phone in your car. You might as well have a car phone. Like I never understood how car phones work. You know, they bounce off a satellite. I didn't either. That's it. That's how they work. It's so weird, man. Yeah, Magic. it was just like also that call was three hundred dollars. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah. the cops came. I'm just like, you know, I was like, okay. I said, well, he doesn't live in this county. He lives in Cobb County. How do I find? He was like, well, you can go see the magistrate. But da 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 da. And I was like, listen, I'm not trying to put a black male on paper, but fuck him. Quit yeah. coming around here. The fuck is he saying, dog? Yeah. So he finally got the fucking picture when I, when I was standing there in front of the cops saying, how do I file a restraining order? What do I, do I have to file in DeKalb? Do I have to file in Cobb County? Do right. I have to file in both counties? Also, he showed up at my friend's house last night in Fulton County. Wait, he's standing there the whole time? Yes. Damn. He didn't leave when DeKalb County showed up. He just wasn't when, getting it, dude. I when mean, the people, because he did not believe me that I had called the fucking, because my mother was like, he's sitting there talking to me, and my mother didn't come out because she was like, call the cops on this goofy nigger. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking to him no more. She said, I don't talk to him. You don't talk to him. She said, my dad don't talk to him. He don't want to hear nothing. Call the people on him. Yeah. And I'm not a cop caller, but you're not going to keep showing up to where the fuck no. I'm at. At some point, yeah. though, you have to. I mean, at that point, that's like... At some po- as, this is the third time you done showed yeah. up to my house. This is the second... This is the fourth fucking location you have shown up to within a 24-hour period. Yeah. That's the kind of co- shit that, like, precedes, like, scary, scary stuff. Like, yeah. Right. Murder. Because I because yeah. because another time, even before all of this started, he had come to the improv... Mm-hmm. And was trying to talk to me, and I was like, "Man, R.I.P. 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 Business can't well, like, He away. might have a mental illness, right? Oh, th- could be. That's not my. I don't. I mean, I didn't care. No, no not nothing. Care, but like to the point where like he's got a mental illness that like he could be doing some real scary shit. Had right, you not right, right. Yeah, that's when you, you definitely get intervention at that point. Yeah. So because right, before because the finally- thing that made me really call the cops was that. Before this whole night, in the like this before this night, this fucking before he started doing all of this, there was one time he came to see me at the improv, and I'm standing outside talking to him, and I was like, I'm not trying to get back together. You cheated on me, da 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 da. And you know how like there was like those retaining walls in the parking lot mm-hmm. at the improv. Yeah. He like was standing there and he just punched one of the walls. And I was oh just, God. Like, and I was Jesus. like, Jesus. And he goes, oh, and I was like, do you think I'm going to have sympathy for you for fucking punching a cedar block wall? Yeah. I mean, what was that for? Yeah. Because wow. I wasn't, I was, I was less scared than I was aggravated. 
right right yeah. right right, right. Like, and i was just like by, by realizing how dumb somebody like that is to right and it was just like but at the same time he's like well i was just got upset and i was like so you thought flesh burst brick was gonna make you feel you know what i gotta go i gotta go flesh and that was like the first because i was trying i was doing so many times i was trying to be nice but when he punched that wall it made me so mad yeah yeah and then that and i was like nope i'm not talking to you anymore he's like don't say don't say he i'm literally like he would not he was holding on to my door as I was backing up. And oh, I was just like, no, no, no. And what I hate about stuff like this is when you're talking to a guy friend about this, guy always, guys are always like, well, you must have fucked him real good. I was like, that it never has that's anything not it. to do with that. But no. Yes, but it, that's it, not it, the point. Control, and it also, it's but, fucking, but you're like, yes, I did. I totally yes, did. Yes. Of course I did. Have you seen yeah. me? But <laughs> so this is the last thing that he does. This is like the fall. The last thing he fucking does, I don't care. So this is into 2014, right? Mm -hmm. So I find out about this in June, something like in the summer of 2014. Dude. Somebody asked me about him and I was like, oh, I haven't talked to him. They're like, well, on that. So around Valentine's Day, he emailed, he messaged me on Facebook asking to, uh, asking for you for me to like do because i was like uh i think uh ben told me one of the bins and he was like and he messaged me and he was just like ben evans he was like are you still talking to that guy i was like no and he was like yeah he doesn't really think a weird weird thing about like like in february around my valentine's day i was like what are you talking about he was like well he messaged me and saying like he was going to like this nice little keepsake box for you and wanted us to say like nice things and he was going to collect them and give them to you and i was like what and then Paige was standing there and I was like, did you hear about this? She's like, yeah. Apparently he had messaged a bunch of fucking comics. Not me. He knew better, I guess. I don't oh know. yeah, because you cussed him out. He yeah. had messaged a bunch and I was like, what'd you say? And they're just like, and no, none of them responded. Yeah. Nobody that's responded. That's just fucking creepy. That's just weird. And, and also everybody knew y'all were over. What a creepy just so and I was like, why did he's, 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 like, he's, he's a mind guy. Like he knew... If if he somehow could have pulled that together, you wouldn't have been able to turn something like that down because that's a bunch of messages from your friends. Right. Like, you know, so Who you of- told me weren't really my friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what was Damn. the last, was that the last you ever heard from him or heard? That was the last ever, well, I did have to block him on all of my social media after that because he would still try to, message me you know i'm proud you know that i'm that i'm proud of you nonsense and yeah i hope you're doing well and all this other bullshit yeah. um what about did you were y'all because this is why i'm so scared about dating somebody in comedy and then breaking up did were y'all ever on a show together we were on shows together if, if i put him on the show so right. not after you broke up you you never had to be on a lineup with him no because the thing is one he was doing mainly urban rooms and two he was doing the mainly open mics in urban rooms yeah and i think after that he really stopped doing i never really saw nobody really saw him again yeah i don't think he progressed from open mics up no i don't think he ever went anywhere but the thing is that he was trying to be like fucking robin harris and i'm just like you're 26 what are you doing what yeah yeah why are you why are you trying to do this old man and he always said like this old man thing like and i'm just like uh i can't it's so funny that can't. you keep saying he's so old man like because the one the one detail that I remember was he had this um 
because I don't have, remember, I didn't like burn a, enough information about him into my memory or anything, but I do remember he had this like leather jacket that was the exact same style leather jacket my grandfather owned. Yeah. It was just real flat and real sharp at the bottom. Like it was just, there was no fun cut to it or anything. Yeah. Old man, like old man collar. Yep. And it was just straight across the bottom. Like, you know yep. what I'm talking about? And it had no, nothing on it. No, no fancy. Like it, it was not yeah. a fun it was just like if you if you just like looked for like a clip art of a leather jacket and you were like just a jacket that's leather but not i needed it was like a jacket you could get in like you know that part of like macy's or jc penny's yes. where you know old people shop yes it's that yes it yes. was like a stand it was a standard cookie like it was like there it was one of those timeless kind of standard just jackets yep Yep. Yeah, because because most clothes you can figure out what era they're from. This jacket mm -hmm. could have been from that the 50s? day. Fifties, yeah, fifties, the eighties. You don't. It was yeah. just a man's jacket. Just so man's so he jacket. was actually eighty years old, and he was looking for you to be his next wife. Must have been, <laughs> must have been. But and um, he just back in the day wasn't used to women really speaking up for themselves. So he just was like, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. So, but yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my cheat. Damn. Wow. Damn, that's scary. It was scary. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it, it didn't end up scarier. I'm glad that. I'm glad I remembered. I was like sitting here and I was like, wait a minute. And then, then when he came to my job, I was like, I can't forget this mm -hmm. fucking part. Cause yeah. at one point I just said to him, I was just like, cause he was like, you have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. And I was like, I did forgive you. Yeah. But that does not mean I have to He's like, but if you forgive me, I'm saying we can be together. I was like, because no. you cheated on me right. maliciously and yeah. then lied to me repeatedly about it. It was premeditated. It did not happen in a, in a crime. It was not a crime of passion. No. It was not something that happened accidentally. It was premeditated. And then not only did he admit it, he brought it back up multiple times. To mess with you. To fuck with you. Yeah. A hundred percent. That yep. was all, all, ne all nefarious and and yeah like and it was gaslighting because it was like well i did it because you were hanging out with your hex and i was like he was fixing my car like i don't i was not there fucking him i, I said most of the time we were there we weren't even interacting with each other because he was enough because usually i would have been in the garage talking to him as he fixed my car but he wanted to do it quick he, and i wanted to get out of his way Right. Yeah. And also, I would have, if I'd have been talking to him and it'd been more flirty kind of shit anyway. So let me sit my black ass down and let him fix my car and let me shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I want to, I, I, it all comes back to when you said earlier about you had that gut feeling that day you were there. And I swear to God, we could change this podcast from cheaties to gut feelings. Yes. Every single time and every time somebody has that feeling, they're fucking right. Every time yeah. you knew you were right. And you held I, on and you let him try to fucking redeem himself. And, you know, ugh. he turned to a fucking jack. And I'm just like, I already forgot. I was like, I didn't even break up with you. He's like, why did you break up with me? I said, because the fucking story kept changing. That's that's that is the biggest red flag is that like he was I think he was trying to do it to make you almost like beat you down. Mm -hmm. Right. Until yep. you like, were like as insecure as he was. Yes, that's exactly. And that just wasn't going to happen. I'm yeah. so talented. So yeah. like, it just wasn't, 
And then it was like, you know, and then he would feel bad about stand up and other shit. And I'm just like, or because I, you know, and I got him that job. And, all, and I'm just like, well, you just more. And I was like, I've been doing this longer than you because I've been alive longer than you. Right. Yeah. And you work harder than him. Sorry. And right. You I'm bigger goals. Yeah. Right. I said, I'm more. St- I started. I've been doing. He's like, well, stand up. I was like, I was like, I've been doing stand up for three years. You just got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, you've been I'm, acting forever. I mean, that's and I've been that acting was... my whole. I and mean, he had been acting too. And I'm just like, and he was like, "Well, you know, you got me." I was like, "Yeah, I got you a fucking acting job." So that's awesome. What? It's huge. What? Like the thing is, we weren't like speaking roles. Like my role ended up being a day player role because I was crying, and they ended up using my cry instead of dubbing music over it. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Yeah, nigga, I, we were making, we were both fucking quote unquote featured extras. We both were making two fifty, um, and then when they started using my actual cry on the fucking show, it bumped me up to day player. Yeah, but because the thing is, in and oh, in the when we did resurrection, mm-hmm. he was playing an abusive boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that who that's had right. who had killed who was up to no good and I had a child um yep. from someone else and my child and like was you know became friends with a local detective in the like with a local cop and I guess was telling him information and his character kills my son. Yeah. So so this so whole time he happened. was role and she's playing. the she's the like screaming crying heartbroken mom who's like having to deal with their kid that just well, and I'm, he plays your boyfriend in it? Yeah they like the second scene kid. where I'm screaming they're, he's getting arrested by Mackay Pfeiffer. Uh, not Mackay Pfeiffer, one of the other ones. No, 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 no. Um, it wasn't Mackay Pfeiffer. No, no, no. Who? Oh my God. What's his name? Fuck. I, I got it. Oh my God. He's so great too. Uh, yep. That's so creepy. He was role playing this whole time. Looks like. Yeah. We have to pull up. Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Omar Epps. Omar yes, Epps. Yes, yes. Yep. So. Man. Yeah. And so, so and I got him that fucking job. And this was right. You know, this is. Before and I thought everything was. I mean, I'm bawling, crying. Ball. Yeah. You, no, you killed it. It was. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Were yeah. you crying because he made you cry? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was crying because my character was crying because a boyfriend killed her son. So oh, okay. So when yeah. they would go action, because I found an old lady, like it was a crowd of people, because we had to go down to Griffin because there was a project stuff in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so go down to Griffin. They're like, grab someone from the crowd. I get like this older lady, who we come to find out had lived there for like fucking sixty years. And they were like, Probably action. His <laughs> and they said action. And I'm just losing my shit. Yeah. Cause they're rolling the little boy out and this woman's holding oh, yeah. me and I'm breaking the fuck down, bawling, bawling. And they go cut. And I'm like, okay. But the thing is I was crying so loud that the people on the other side, so like hair and makeup was crying the whole audience. Cause like, the director comes over to me after like the third take and he was like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I just need some water. And he was like, do you see everybody else? Everybody was bawling. Yeah. The extras were fucking crying. The crew was crying. Everybody, because I'm just screaming fucking yeah. bloody murder. You got to find, I wonder if you have that on a reel I would or something. Love you got to share that. that. Yeah, I got I to gotta find it. I got to find it. And this old lady it. has me and like a lot of times I'm just about to fall down and she's holding me up. But we do like a couple of takes. And the director at one point was like, we're not doing it. Because like the first two takes, I was quietly crying because it was supposed to be music dubbed. Then Omar Epps to the director, he's like, I need to hear her. Yeah. And the director goes, can you cry with sound? I'm like, yes. And he goes, okay. 
action and it just ah! and they and the, they go cut and the director goes what the f-? I was like that's great and I was like thank you and he was like are you all right and I'm like mm-hmm, I'm fine and they're like <laughs> okay let's go again and he's like you need I was like because he asked me like you need a tear stick or anything I'm like I was like nah I'm good nah, I got this Damn. and so action and it's hot and again bawling 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 yes. and then cut and they're like you you fine like you need water and then when like the makeup artists come around they're just like oh bitch oh bitch how did you they're like what were you thinking about and I was like I was thinking about my son was dead they're like yeah it's not that deep. I was like no it was acting and they're yeah, like oh okay, acting. bro I see you you know a lot of people think about like different stuff we think sad things that happen in their life and I was like no I was going with what's going on in the scene you know She's like really yeah. and I was like well because because I was the, um the lady who was the extra standing next to me they're like well how come I was like because if I think about something traumatic that happened to me every time we do the scene I have to dredge that up right yeah but I think my boyfriend killing my son is sad enough for anybody to cry yeah that's so the motivation needs to be as an actor because I need to have a disconnect between myself Mm -hmm. and the character really and the, yeah. the, the other the other level of um, motivation is uh, going from uh, featured extra to day player too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're like, like got that. <laughs> <laughs> got to impress Omar Epps. You know, there's, yeah. there's a right. lot of other motivation going on. Because the AD came over and was just like, he came, he's like, you good? I was like, mm-hmm. He's like, you got this? I was like, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was making two eight. I went from making 250 to 985 and getting residual. Yeah, so, that's all the motivation you need. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah that's I'm, the difference. Yeah. That's yeah. I was very motivated to get that the fuck right. Yeah. Damn. I mean I couldn't cry over a fake son, but I will cry over seven hundred dollars. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. more money than I had before. <laughs> well, um, yeah. all right. So Dulce, oh. obviously we could talk to you for like eight hundred hours, but I know we all have stuff to go to. Um, yeah, I gotta hop I in this do. meeting because I think I'm missing it. Oh no, you're late. Okay. okay. Well, we thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So good seeing you. Yeah, we'll tell everybody where to follow you on everything in our little follow-up part that we'll add in. Uh, yes, you can follow so. me at Dulce Sloan. Um, you can follow me at Dulce Sloan on the Twitter, the Instagrams, and the Facebooks. Uh, yeah. Libro de Caras. And uh, the Black Ass Show is on Spotify and the iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, Chick Fight's going to be in uh, on demand or in theaters on November 13th. And, and you're on the Daily Show Weekly uh i'm on when i'm on right uh, right 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 right. i'm not on weekly but uh they should I'm just on... check they should check it weekly just yeah. check just check yeah. there's always stuff coming out that i did um yeah. but yeah so and then oh i have a cartoon called the great north that's coming out next oh hell yeah year cool for that's Fox. awesome so the people that do bob's burgers oh my oh, god cool. what a dream what an animation dream so yeah so i got voicing I'm voicing a character called Honeybee, and I actually got the help with like designing her uh, character because they were oh, asking about her hair and stuff. So Honeybee has a flower in her hair because like a lot of my pictures you see of me with an yep. afro have a flower in my hair. So I didn't know it's like in the first table read. I'm like, she has a flower. That's so oh, cute. So, oh, that's so cute. That's it was adorable. really great. But we will, but I'm going to be home in a month and we have to spend, okay, we have to, we have to hang me, you, uh, Catherine, um, who else? Joe. I think, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Joe Wallawa. Joe Wallawa, because my mama can't say Galwa. Um, is what Andrew Mark will probably be in town too for oh. Thanksgiving. Yes, let's do it. Definitely all right, we're to. all gonna go to Jeju, uh, Korean Never spa. Been. 
Oh my God, Catherine, you gotta go to Jeju with us. Oh yeah. my God. All right. Okay, that's All gonna right. be a girl's day. So, cause I'm there for like, oh, I'm there. To, I get there on the 20th. I don't leave till the 29th. Hell yeah. Okay. All right, let's do it. It's happening. I can't so wait to see you. So we're having a girl's day at the spa. My treat. Yes. We're getting foot rubs. We're doing yes. all whole nine. Yes. We got to turn up. We're going to sleep. We're going to turn down. And uh, <laughs> it's going right. to be great. All we're right, going to go on you. your movie money. All right. Love you. Thank Bye. You. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K B I Z Z 9. Stay stabby. Go ahead, go to your ready made horse. That's all you're good.